Skitter. Skitter. Skitter pal meow meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Alright, welcome to another exciting edition of the plug with Bushy, Sid, and the Mountain Man. We were supposed to start recording a while ago, but Mountain Man decided to have technical difficulties. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Because we're here now. And, uh, you know, before we even get into how was your week, we have a special guest with us. Now, it's it's a surprise without being a surprise. Because what the Mountain Man and I only found out that uh, Sid decided to go out and recruit people. Well, we have a guest with us today, uh, Mr. Lee Gersman. How you doing? Hi. And by the way, I am not people. I am Mr. Drunk Fuckup. So give me that respect. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, how are you doing, everybody? How's it going, brother? Oh, yes, I'm, 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 I'm right on, right on. Words to words, words. I, I give thumbs up to. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Drank a bunch of vodka, got rid of all my burps, doing right on. Nice, nice. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What time is it there, Rap Mew? I, I have no idea. Uh, uh, well, uh, probably um, 11 or whatever it is. I, oh, I don't know. Biscuit eater. I, I don't drink that damn early. Hells, bells. 1028. Uh, anyone who literally wants to know. Yeah, all right, well. Hey, I do it special for you guys on the show. Breakfast of champions, fuck it. It's potatoes, man. We it vodka's made for potatoes. It's, so it's like you're having a salad, really. Thank you, man. Thank <laughs> you. Because <laughs> that's how I roll. I've got my barley and my hops. It's a meal. It's all good. Mountain man, how you doing? How was your week? Oh, good lord. Been a little bit eventful. Normal work week at work. Same old shit. Different day. Uh. But um, little mountain lion over here decided to make the mountain man drop to his knees and bawl his eyes out. Now, you got to imagine, I'm six foot one, six foot three, six foot six, depending on which gas station I'm standing at. But uh, pretty much, I, I was at work. Okay, uh, okay, I got to stop you right there. You have said an awful lot of redneck things over the past 18 or so episodes we've done. But I don't know if you realize the comic gold that you just delivered. Six one, six three, six six, depending on which gas station I'm walking into. <laughs> That's a beautiful fucking thing. It's the truth. <laughs> oh my word. Sorry to interrupt. You go you go right ahead, six six. This motherfucker ain't six six. <laughs> Sounds pretty sixty to me. 
Oh. But anyway, as at work, as people know, I will not part of the week, day shift, the rest of the week. Asshole, as a lot of people call me, turned into the biggest baby ever this week because my son's first words were dada. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead and make fun of me, everybody. I don't give a damn. Baby, make the biggest man cry. Pull your own. It's, uh, uh, it's kind of hard to uh, make make fun of something like that. I, you know, deep down inside, I want to, but I I just I can't. I understand. Right. <laughs> so I, right. I understand too, man. And it, it's funny that you mentioned Mountain Man because my niece's first words, and to a lot of people, it's something like she just went, "I love that." But if you play it over and over and over, you can hear her say, I love that. So when I saw that video, man, I had a great appreciation for that, man. So congratulations, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Other than that, same old stuff at home, except for today. And y'all actually going to believe this. And me and uh, Granny Clyde are both in shock. We, for today being, if I'm correct, Labor Day. Yes. We... For the first time in probably, how long would you say, Mom? That we have everybody under one roof for one whole day for 24 hours. Years. Years, Mom. Mountain Ladies here, Mountain Baby, Granny C, and Granny E. All of us are under one roof for a freaking podcast. So just imagine how much fun this is probably going to really turn out to be. Uh, I, yeah, I, <laughs> That sounds cool. <laughs> I've seen I've seen your guys' choices and uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Just be ripping apart the meaning of a certain word, and we will get into what this episode is in a little bit. But Sid, how's your week? My week was good actually. Um, actually All right, Lee. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Trial. <laughs> I actually got my uh, my white tickets lined up for the 15th to take my mom out to puerto rico so i'm stoked about that and okay you must have glitched because i heard something really weird i heard you say you finally got your white kids together what what did you say i finally got my fight tickets together oh. for september 15th oh. flying out to puerto rico for about five weeks to go spend some time with family nice so we're going to have the plug with bushy sit in the mountain man but no sin Yep, no sin. But other than that, man, yeah, my week has been good. So, yeah. Nice. Carry nice. on, gentlemen. Carry on. Mr. Lee, I saw you on Facebook having what could be described as none other than a psychotic breakdown. Oh. What um, the hell has oh, been going on hey, hey, in California? Just, makes, you know. <laughs> What 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 I, was going on? Let let our you know two or three listeners know what brought uh, this series of events to pass. Well, here it is. Um, now I know you like kind of warm, hot weather. I have nothing against that, and I have nothing against people who like it. But um, most of the time, it's in the daytime, and it's usually kind of you know manageable. Mm-hmm. But at night. When it's like 11 or 12 and still close to 100 degrees and cool off period, I just go completely nuts. And it's like for two days in a fucking row. And, and, and when I go out to get to eat and I can't even fucking walk Harley because it's like so hot. 
and then when I had my heat, I mean, when I had my fan on, I was just at this point where I just, I just lost the gasket. And <laughs> a part of me, a part of me was still actually sane, but the part of me that was sane said, you know what? Do this fucking crazy shit. So, so maybe my sane part was insane. <laughs> maybe my devil was telling me to go with Lucifer. No, maybe my angel was Lucifer telling me to go with the devil. You know, but I, I um, it doesn't happen a hell of a lot. You, you have to have at least a little bit of a cool down period in order to get enough whatever to rest and. Sure. And I was like, I couldn't. I was like, like, I couldn't fucking do anything. Finally, um, well, I realized that I drank a hell of a lot. So I was also drunk as well as psycho. But, 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 um, but I, but I was like, uh, shit. You know, um, I, I, I wasn't angry at any particular person because you know I, I had love I, I have love for all my friends but I had to there was I guess I was doing some kind of weird chant saying fuck you hot weather fuck you hot weather hama hama yama yama hama hama yama yama <laughs> trying to get the cool weather to go on and one of my good friends um, did message me um, I think it's going to be cooler tomorrow, and it and it was, you know. I tell and, you what, if like, I could, uh, if I could now figure out good. a way to download one of those videos and rip that audio, I'm going to put it right here. No promises. Oh, oh, I made shit. that happen. <laughs> did that? Did it? Did it scare you, kind of? <laughs> no, it was it was absolutely or, hilarious. I was like, oh, this oh, this guy shit. has gone yeah. off the fucking deep end. Now it's, it's over. Hilarious. At the time, I was fucking pissed. <laughs> oh, I deal with shit like that in the factory I work in all the time, so I get it. And but now just... that I think about it, hey, I, 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 I did a Nate Anderson video, only Lee Gersman's name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool, yeah. But, like, there was another one that I did that was not funny, but that one I totally forgot about. But, yeah, um, um, I, I, I'd say... It could even be 100 degrees up to 8 o'clock at night. I don't fucking care. But when it gets past 8 o'clock, make it at least 80 degrees. Don't keep it 100. That's the way I felt. <laughs> oh, yes, my that God. Was, uh, uh, that, that was good stuff. Good stuff. I'm glad you got yeah. some cooler weather. Uh, yeah, I'm... right now it's, it's cooler. It's like, I don't know how cool it is, but my fan zone... And I'm gonna fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, my week, my week has been very long. Um, we recorded last week. I, I don't even remember the episode. Apparently, I asked these two guys to record some promo spots that I would work with and edit. I'll have to go look for them because I have no recollection of that whatsoever. I was so tired. Um, I, I I've been busting your balls for that since because I've been wanting to hear because I. 
the way you put it, I don't talk very well in a lot of things because I'm a simple-minded redneck. But whenever I kind of got excited, you was like, wow, you done pretty good with that one. Shit, you didn't even remember it, ass. Yeah, I know. I'll have to go back and fuck with them. Dude, last week was a long week. Oh. Uh, back, at, back at work Wednesday afternoon. Uh, I wasn't ready to go back to work because of all the driving I had done the week prior. Um, Dub, you're going to love this. I ended up with another frequent flyer for the week. Uh, uh, it nice. just pissed me off. We had a guy that, you know, attacked the, 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 the night foreman on my half of the week, the week prior while I was gone. So he was wait, getting wait, moved. You mean to, literally attacked? I blew up on him, swole up on him, intimidated the guy. That, I mean, the plant manager, the production manager, and the production supervisor all had to come in at 4 o'clock in the morning. Damn. Oh, so he decided to try to put the big boy panties on, but was still a pussy because he wasn't doing anything about it. He just fucked up. Pretty, pretty bad. It is, this is a 54-year-old guy. you think someone like that would have better control. But they moved him to days. Uh, but they put him on my shift for a week. Ah, uh, Let's see. Wednesday? Was it Wednesday? I want to say it was Wednesday. Oh, must have been Thursday. Wednesday went okay. Handed him a write-up. Thursday, he had messed up a grind. And I'm not going to get into what all that means. But there was just one piece of this film he forgot to pull off. And I think he was still pissed off from the write-up. So he comes up to me like literally two minutes after the uh, production manager spoke to him and said, Hey, you know, you just got to peel this off because it looks like a big inside lip. The guy comes up to me literally two minutes later. Oh, man, I'm, I'm so tired. You know, my... My eyes are blurry. This No, I'm lying to you. This was Friday because Thursday he called in for a family emergency after giving him the write-up Wednesday. That's what happened. So Thursday he calls off on me. Now, my assistant foreman was on vacation this week. Uh, I got another guy that's never missed any time at all. Well, he violated some terms of probation, so he's in jail right now. And then this guy, that makes me three guys down, you know, uh, uh, called in Thursday. Friday he leaves early. My my eyes are blurry, man. I'm just I'm so tired and uh, I'm leaving. That's a, your your fucking eyes are blurry. What that? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But this motherfucker left like at ten minutes to eleven in the morning. So I'm fucked all day Thursday. I was fucked all day Friday. Saturday was a little better, but no assistant for me, so I had to work till six anyway. And Sunday, Sunday was a pretty relaxing day. I uh. Did the radio show last night. That that went great. It's good to know I was missed. Sid, I heard you did a good job, but I was obviously missed. Um, and I obviously snagged up some uh, listeners from being at that pod expo because uh, the great Chris Sinzak from Decibel Geek, he was in there listening. And uh, some other people I've not seen in there before, so that was really cool. And that's basically the extent of my week. Lee, do you have a pig over there? What is going on? I'm oh fuck! I'm trying to put the microphone away when I burp. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, hear, I hear something rooting for truffles and shit. <laughs> I have some weird shit with my belly and my throat. Just ignore it as best as you can. I'll try to stop. <laughs> we gotta have that sound effect. Man. No! Oh, <laughs> wow. So, with, with all that being said, it is time once again 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for everybody's favorite learning segment. That's right. It's the Plugs Words of the Week. All right. I, I love that theme music. Everybody's favorite part of the show, except for, you know, Sid. But he's apparently um, prepared this week, which is beautiful. I mean, we're not going to get lube. We're not going to get silence, so I'm excited. Yep. So. Oh, you mean I can wake up now? Okay, good deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, guess what? I, I, I don't even have an educational word, although I am going to educate you in a foreign language. But. <laughs> Lee Gersman, huh? our special guest today, do you have for us a word of the week? Exactitude. It's like it's the noun for exact. It's like it has 12 letters. It's like it's got four syllables. I'm into even numbers. It's totally an exactitude. It means you're in the mode to be perfect. Nice. And, and that's something that even though I can't hardly do in my real life, it's what I pretend to strive to do in my mind and that's what i think everybody needs to do even if you drop a dish and you say fuck you say that's the perfect dish drop i've ever done that's the perfect fuck word i've ever said nice. you know it's exactitude it's like you take the moment and you make it the best that you can Oh yeah, it's like it's like when Sin's grabbing his dick in the bathroom. You know, you do whatever you can with it. <laughs> well, um, fuck. I mean, man. mean if I if, if 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 I can bang down the door as much as I can, but I'd only do that as a joke. I wouldn't really want to bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> Sin, I'm so what happy you're that? prepared. What is your word of the week? Oh, here you he said. is. He's making shit up. Say it yeah, again. Yeah, no. You sin. I don't even know what the hell you're saying. You <laughs> sin. So, Dub, how would you use you sin out there in North Kakalaki in a sentence, if you can? What the hell are you saying? Yeah, he said you sin. You sin. It's you sin. Y-O-U-S-I-N. No, Y-O-U-S-E-E-N. You sin. It's pronounced you sin. No, it's pronounced you seen. I'm redneck as hell, but damn it, that's you seen. <laughs> there's a silent I have an answer now. after you're done. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I don't know. I, I put like, oh my god. Um, uh, I'll have to. I'll have to use the name of someone who I knew personally because I can't think of a, a high. Um, on pretend. Oh, Jessica, you send uh, that. Oh, 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 you send back there. Oh my fucking. I don't. Like, and you, you, you send me crazy, man. You, 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 you send me uh, on my knees, man. Fuck, man. Get that was oh. pretty close, Bushy. What do you got? I, I don't even have a clue. Just give me the damn definition. This is the strangest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Yo, 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 you seen that girl on 34th Street stuck in knob like it's going out of style? Me me and you need maybe sometime collaborate on a whole novel where 
um, we talk in that kind of weird psychedelic slang um, ghetto punk language. You know, I was saying you'd have really to be cool. tripping on mushrooms to understand what the hell I, that just was. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm redneck as hell. Even you got Benny, Clyde, and Jessica up here going, "What the hell did we just hear?" Right. <laughs> that, that was my look on their face. I, even mom's over here going, "How the hell did he get you seen out of you seen?" Which is S E E N. Oh. Boy. I, I just I want I wanted to stomp you guys, but yeah, see I, I took that off of one of our little station bumpers that we have, and then just kind of added the word and kind of made it like a little sentence. But yeah, I I just figure I wanted to get your minds and keep it as perverted as possible. <laughs> well, well, mission accomplished because I'm all fucked up and that was dirty. Not yeah. bad. <laughs> yes. All right, my word of the week: tortoise. Oh boy. Torch. All right, look, we already know it's not the big turtle thing, so you got to hit it. You Just hit me with it. Just hit you with it? Just hit me with it. All right. Well, as a lot of people know, uh, whenever I was younger, unfortunately, I didn't finish school. I'll explain why. That sorry ass teacher didn't taught us anything because I didn't learn a damn thing. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Redneck word of the week. If you say it fast enough, it sounds like teach us. Yeah, or taught us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or yep. taught us. Yeah, I, I get it. Good lord. Well, bide uh, is that really a word? It's three words. It's a Vietnamese phrase uh, that was stolen by seals during Vietnam War era. Um, more specifically, uh, Dick Marcinko, creator of SEAL Team 6. Um, and this is uh, this is in honor of Mr. Lee Gerstman, who enjoys Vietnamese food. Mm. And the phrase is, Du Ma You. Du mm. Ma You. Which in Vietnamese means, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, anyway, uh, I got that from uh, the Rogue Warrior book, the autobiography of Dick Marcinko, Richard Marcinko. Get a chance to read that fucker. It's a real good book. Um, like I said, it's life and history of the man that created the counter-terrorist unit, the most elite operators in the United States military arsenal, SEAL Team 6. They started saying doom on you. That's kind mm. of a twist on the Dubai you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Go fuck yourself. When they fuck up your order at the Vietnamese place there, uh, uh, Lee, you now have a way to tell them to fuck off. Okay. Nice. I'll wait until it's the man waiting on me because I don't want the woman to fuck herself. I want her to fuck me, but oh, gotcha. forget I said gotcha. it. No, I get that. I understand the Asian fetish. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we have Mr. Gerspit on the show today. Um, good God, it's going to be a long episode. I, there's so much filler I'm going to have to edit out. I can feel it already. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> no, not you. Let's talk. Well, I, I have about six hours of belches to get out already. Hey! But... <laughs> All right. That's cool. No, we have... Uh, we're going to be discussing... 
We call this the top five epic songs all time. I don't know that I have a list of my top five. What I can say is I have a list of my top five, maybe most listened to, epic songs. But um, yeah, that's what it is, epic songs. Um, this is going to be hilarious because um, a, a Sin and the Mountain Man had to send me their list so I could gather the music for this uh, episode. And I don't think that when I say epic, they understood what I meant by epic, but that's okay. It still would be a lot of fun. I, I never thought rap would ever make it into a fucking epic song category. So, so yeah, spoiler alert, there's one of those. <laughs> so, and who country. Wants to take, yeah, and country, Jesus. There is one heavy metal group, I forget the name of it, but they have the world's record for the shortest song of all. I don't know. It could be Nuclear Holocaust, or I, I get what it is, but it goes, ah! and that's the whole song. <laughs> and and then when, when you see the words, it's some like, you ain't, it's it's some like, you ain't going to die until you bleed to death. Or something. But but I, I forget, but some like, instead of you ain't going to die when you bleed to death, it's like, you ain't going That's <laughs> fucking funny. But 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 that that would probably be epic. Some people because it's so short. That would be the total opposite of right, what right. epic is. See, Lee understands what I'm talking about, so that's a beautiful thing. So let's yeah. just let's just dive right into this. Um, boy, I know some of my songs. I might have to shorten to what I played to three songs. But hey, let's see how this goes. Maybe somebody will sit and listen to this nonsense for four hours. <laughs> All right, so number five, who wants to take? There's a group called Quatermass. You might not have heard of them, but they had a song that Richie Blackmore did in Rainbow. And the reason why he did the group Rainbow was so they could do one of their songs. And one of the guys in... Mass John Gustafson was he played on Rocky Music's um, albums. He wasn't on stage with them, but he played as a bass player because they need a bass player. But their album Quatermass, when I heard it, when a friend of mine played it for me, one song was like, well, a few of them were great, but one song was. Oh my God! I gotta get this album, and I eventually got it on CD. But it's called—I think it's Post-War Saturday Echo. Ah. It's either that or Post-Saturday War Echo. I keep forgetting the, uh, you know, the order of the words. But I think it's Post-War Saturday Echo. Outstanding, and, and we're going to play that right now.
it's a fucking great song. Nice, nice. All right, you just heard Quatermass. You know, it's funny when you sent that to me. I thought it said Quartermass, and I thought you were sending me a fucked up copy of Quarter Flash. Oh! I, well, I probably like Quarter Flash better, but hey, what do I know? I haven't hey. listened to the track yet. <laughs> you have to. I mean, well, I, I, I will. I will. Yeah, thank uh, you. Because I go back and listen to the episodes, so I'm going to have to hear these things. <laughs> and you oh. heard Krabby Appleton on the way through, so um, I, oh. I, I hope that I won't freak you out again as yeah, much. Yeah, but that's what's scary about Lee Gersman guesting on the uh, his top five epic songs, because, yeah, exactly, Krabby Appleton, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Sid. Oh, me? I thought he was going to go in rotation here let Mountain Man go, but I'll go. I'll go. I'm just looking uh, at you guys from left to right like I read, motherfucker. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say my number five actually is kind of like a depressing song, which is weird. Uh, one of the slowest uh, songs that you will ever probably hear System of the Down do, which is Lost in Hollywood. Uh, you can find that off their Mesmerized album. Basically, it's a song about the women and basically females that go out to California technically try to make it in the porn industry some that do and then some that don't nice nice you got to really suck if you fail at porn everybody can fuck but here you go since number five lost in hollywood Oh, 
<laughs> All right. I actually know that song. Um, Mountain Man, number five. The Eagles, Seven Bridges Road. There are stars in the southern sky Southward as you go There is moonlight and moss in the trees Seven bridges roll. Now I have loved you like a baby. So, so someone else did it. Okay, I'm sorry. But I yeah, Steve yeah, actually uh, recorded it in 1969, but many other bands covered it along down the road, basically, and my favorite okay. was the Eagles. Nice, okay. nice. All right. That is, and, and, and that's actually a good tune. Um, 
epic? I don't know, but you know what? My number five might not be an epic song either, although it is probably the longest song this band has done. Um, I hate a lot of what they're saying in this song. I like a lot of what they're saying in this song. It's punk, which is always out there. But this is from the Dead Kennedys album, Franken Christ, which I want to say was 1986. I'm not sure. But right here for your enjoyment, ladies and gentlemen, the stars and stripes of corruption. Hmm.
what can just one of us do? Against all that money and power trying to crush us into roaches, we won't destroy society in a day until we change ourselves first from the inside out. We can start by not lying so much and treating other people like dirt. It's so easy not to base our lives on how much we can stand. You know it feels good to lift that monkey up off the It's Jello Biafra's lunatic assault on American values. Um, he was pretty pissy with the whole, you know, all we had to vote for was Walter Mondale, a Ronald Reagan thing, and uh, you know, in the in the early '80s, um, he says some things that uh, I agree with, you know, and he's like I said, he says things that I absolutely hate. Um, but it's a powerful song. As far as punk rock goes, it's got many different layers to it. It starts off with a driving bass, as you just heard. You know, the chorus hits a different feel, and then later on it even goes into a different feel. Very abnormal for punk, but you know what? That's the Dead Kennedys. They were out there anyway. All right, who wants to take their number four? I, I just want to add something real quick, man, because isn't the Dead Kennedys like straight, straight punk? How in the world? What's the time on that song? Because for it to be epic, that's kind of crazy because normal punk songs are like under that four-minute window. Is this like an epic long song? Because I, I mean, I'm familiar with the Kennedys, but not all music. Like, I, I would have to look it up again. Uh, it's in the six to seven-minute mark. Wow, that's epic, dude. That's crazy, man. Because I, mean, well, I was... give Mountain Man number four. I want to. I want to kind of save mine for a second to last, if you don't mind. Second, to last? Right. okay. I don't care. Go ahead, Mountain Man. What you got? That number four was recorded in 1976. Bob Seger with the title itself moves. Could have used a few pounds Tight pants, points, hollering renown She was a black-haired beauty with big dark eyes And 
points all her own, sudden way up high. Way up firm and high. Out past the cornfields where the woods got heavy. Out in the back seat of my 60 Chevy. Working on mysteries without any clues. Working on a night moves. Trying to make some front page driving news. Working on a night moves. In the summertime. And funny how the night moves When you just don't seem to have as much to lose Strange how the night moves With autumn closing in
Seeger Night Moves. I I have a hard time arguing that song at all, whether or not it's epic, because I just fucking love Bob Seeger. Oddly enough, Against the Wind did not make my top five. It would be in my top twenty epics, so. though. Definitely. Alright, Lee, what's your number yeah. four? Uh well, I feel really bad picking this as number four because it really should be number one. But the other three also are equally number one, so we have to make some choice. And cool. that's um, a song by a group called Years After. They did an album called Undead, which is just their pun for its live album. And they recorded it at this small club, and it's like even now, it's still fresh. And I heard this back maybe a couple of years after it first came out. I was about four. And so when you hear the song that I'm going to pick loud, you will you will know why I have a lot of the opinions I do about some other bands that people like that I don't like because I was fed like musical gold. I didn't settle for cheap Velveeta crap. But <laughs> this song, very, very fresh. It's like when you put the song, you hear it. It still has the impact. In fact, and it's called, I may be wrong, but I won't be wrong always. Well, all right. Well, let's find out. We're going to play that right now. <laughs>
we'd like to feature our young, handsome, tall, dark drummer now, Mr. Rick Lee from Stoke Newington. Uh, in a number called Summertime. And all right, uh, I can't tell you if I like it or not because I haven't heard it yet, even though we just heard it right now, but that's called the power of editing, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Sid, you want to go or you want me to go? Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll say my, my my number four is kind of like a pipe bomb for all the listeners. So, Bushy, go ahead and take number four. All right, absolutely. This was actually really easy for me. When you think about epic songs, you think about you know bands that do epic songs frequently. One of them being Iron Maiden from Power Slave, one of the most epic jams ever. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner.
Nice, nice. Some fucking Iron Maiden list. Yes! <laughs> oh, yeah. How, how could that song not make the list? That's just epic in every way. The way it fills and crescendos and it just drops down to that weird little instrumental part where Bruce is just quoting. Because it's, it's all... It's almost an exact translation of that poem. I can't remember who wrote it, but it's almost I an exact. I think it could have been um, Coleridge, Robert Taylor Coleridge, but but I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I just know it's brilliant. And when you get to that, you know, it's basically just a bass, you know. And you got you know Nickel McBrain back there, just basically working the hi hat, and the guitars are just making little subtle noises. It's an amazing song. Uh, talking about a guy who uh, kills an albatross and uh, it brings bad luck upon the ship and they hang this fucking thing on his head and his, all of his crew members start to die. And, you know, they got no wind in their sails out in the, you know, in the, in the middle of the ocean, you know, with the blistering sun just roasting these people, you know, until he makes amends with the gods or whatever, and the albatross falls from his neck and the winds pick up and he's saved. Uh-huh. It's a great song. It's a great poem, if you ever get a chance to read the poem, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Oh, and that's yeah. actually spelled R-I-M-E, not R-H-Y-M-E. So yeah, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner from Iron Maiden's Power Slave, one of their arguably best albums. Yeah, number four for me. And it's only number four. How good is it about to get? Wow, it's gonna be, it's gonna get good. It's gonna get good. It's gonna get good because I'm about to drop a serious pipe bomb right now. I hope you can find a pipe bomb effect blowing off because it'd be brave out now when you play it. But my number four actually isn't a band, and it's actually not even metal um, or rock. It's actually off the Slim Shady EP album that he dropped, or LP album that he did, his first studio album. That's right, I said Slim Shady. Eminem's If I Had. Life by Marshall Mathers. What is life? Life is like a big obstacle in front of your optical to slow you down. And every time you think you've gotten past it, it's gonna come back around attack you to the if damn I ground. Die. What are friends? Friends are people that you think are your friends, but they really your enemies with secret identities and disguises to hide their true colors. So just when you think you're close enough to be brothers, they wanna come back and cut your throat when you ain't looking. What is money? Money is what makes a man act funny. Money is the root of all evil. Money will make them same friends come back around, swearing that they was always down. But it's life. 
Eddie or Sid? Freaking explode! <laughs> my brain just freaking exploded. We're actually incorporating yeah. new rap in our podcast. What the hell? Now I've got a bad taste in my mouth. No, no, uh, it. You said epic songs, and I asked. I said, "Hey, can we include a hip hop song?" That's the only one I have on my hey, list. What, hey, whatever your interpretation of epic is, I'm fine with it. Even when it's wrong, I'm okay with it. Um, <laughs> if I had a great, 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 great grandson who is only five years younger than me, I'd say, "Yeah, simple boy, whatever you think of as a epic song, that's fine." Go in the woodshed with the kitty cat and listen. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. Sid been relegated to the shed. Right, I've been relegated to the shed. I, I can get off number two if you want, since you know we'll keep it road. Try to keep it location wise. Cool. Go ahead. Number three for me comes off an album which. A lot of people are like, I didn't know he fucking did an album after Hollywood. That's right. It's off the album The High and the Low. The acoustic version and the studio version are both equally matched. I prefer the acoustic version, especially from a man who's supposed to be so damn hard. That's right. Marilyn Manson with Running to the End of the World.
Um, I played this song on my radio show a couple of times. I've actually played the acoustic version blows out my show on three separate occasions. And uh, basically, my interpretation of the song is it's like you're you're dealing with a lot of shit that's thrown at you, whether it's naysayers, haters, people that you know don't have faith in you or trust, and you just kind of want to say fuck it all and just get away from everybody. But when you you run towards that horizon and you get to a certain point, you're you're gonna drop off. That's that type of song feeling. It's a great album all the way, hands down. Shit, I've heard between his nine albums. So that's what I think. Mr. Lee, what you got there? Oh I see oh. our voice disappeared, but what do we got for number nine or number three there, brother? Oh yeah. Um I say this should really be number one but just like the last song should have been number one we can't have everything number one armageddon has um some of the most awesome heavy rock that you could hear and the drummer actually a friend of mine on facebook he saw a post that i did about rod evans who was the original um, singer in Deep Purple and and Bobby Caldwell, the drummer and, and Rod Evans was in Captain Beyond and um, Bobby Caldwell was saying, hey, thank you for what you said about Rod Evans. He's, a, he's in real estate now and stuff, but I'll just say that he said thank you. But anyway, the, the group that Keith Ralph was in was Armageddon and they have a song called Buzzard. And when you hear that, I'm, sh- I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of you go and say, holy shit, I wish I knew all the songs Lino, because my selection of songs doesn't compare. But then oh, again, right. maybe you might think that I should listen to what you, you're doing. I mean, it don't matter, but I mean, the thing is, this is a great song by Armageddon called Buzzard.
Hear it so I can know if I'm excited for the right reasons or not. But I got to tell you what, I heard Tucky Buzzard or Turkey Bird or whatever the fuck it was that you maybe listened to, and yeah. I thought that was great as well. So. <laughs> oh, this is a yeah, oh, um, yeah, um, I, I guess I do a lot of bird songs, but yeah, <laughs> they're for the bird, I guess. Yeah, you know, bird is the word, you know, whatever, it was all good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I liked that yeah. back then, actually. I used to listen to him. People said, are you crazy? Yeah, it's the most <laughs> annoying, addictive song there is, the certain yeah. bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Mountain Man, number three. My number three is coming out of the country music genre. A lot of people look at me and be like, really? That's one of your top five epics? Yes, for being from down south. And listening to country and heavy metal, yes, this is one of my top favorites, especially from this country singer, who pretty 
much has retired because uh, off of the uh, uh, his third studio album in 1992. I can remember growing up uh, watching my mom and dad sometimes actually dance and cut up and have fun with this song. It's actually basically uh, a song that you can turn on, and when you hear it, you know it automatically because it was that big back then. And oh, yeah. also, you can dance to it and enjoy. Mr. Travis Tripp, T-R-U-B-L-E. Hmm. And, and here you go with the three-minute radio-friendly song. Hold on. Everybody else having fun Well, I don't miss much If it happens on the dance hall floor Mercy, look what just walked through that door Mountain Man, while I don't think that is an epic song by definition, I do love that tune, and I was just tapping the fuck out of my foot. 
Hey, Wait you, like I said, that may not be an epic for you, but I'm a simple-minded person. My epics, yeah, are based on what I like. So, there you go. I gotcha. Wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, I'm good. Hey, uh, Mountain Man, um, I'll <laughs> give you a song list of my songs that I've done, because if you like very simple songs, I'm sure you'll love my tunes. <laughs> you consider them to be really epic. They right. can attest to that, right? My oh, yeah. very simple, right? I fucking love Lee Gersman's music. You're in for a treat to listen to his stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, can, I can already tell from this part because I'm sitting here reading every song that he's talked about, and I'm sitting here going, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Really? Oh, <laughs> like, you don't know what to think? I'm like, wow. They, I mean, they are good songs, and a, a couple that you said so far I haven't heard yet, but I actually am very interested. Okay. That's how it should be. My number yeah. three comes off of uh man, this this is a classic, classic metal album. In fact, this album would have defined the genre had the original Black Sabbath debut not come out a few months prior. Mm. Talking about Deep Purple in Rock and their epic masterpiece, Child in time holy fuck i agree
starts to build and he hits those high notes like oh amazing amazing tune what was that 1970 amazing to me black sabbath may have been the band that got the father of heavy metal title 
But mm-hmm. you hear that song, Child in Time, to me that was the first truly metal song. And it's not a fast song. It's a lot like in the vein of the title track from Black Sabbath, you know, Black Sabbath. It's not a fast song, but it's an amazing, amazing tune. Child in Time, Deep Purple. Nice. All right, we are at our number twos. <laughs> number twos. No, no, no juvenile jokes. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Time to take a dump. I'm gonna go ahead and jump into jump into my number two because this is where I'm starting to get weirded out. My number two and my number one. I think my number one is actually very predictable, but I'm okay with that. But I, I'm struggling between these two songs. Uh, one is from. Guns N' Roses, one is from Ozzy Osbourne, one of them is going to get eliminated as Hmm. being in my top five epic songs all time. Guns N' Roses, you got to go. Number two epic song all time from the second solo release, the great Ozzy Osbourne, Randy Rhodes, lead guitar, playing very much in the acoustical vein. Diary of a Madman.
Tell me, nice. tell me that's not a good song. That's a great fucking tune. The guitar work of that is just uh, is sick. Ozzy's vocals, if you ask me, are like haunting almost the way he sings it. I love the the background. I don't know if that's vocals. I don't know if that's keyboards, but how everything just rises to a, such a I've used it before, but the way it just rises to a crazy crescendo and then calms back down, but then the crunchy guitars, and they're a fucking amazing song. Amazing song. Probably my favorite Ozzy song. Nice. Oh, yeah, dude. You can't go wrong with Ozzy, whether it's Black Sabbath or not. I'm surprised everybody Ozzy's else is Ozzy's like the king of the epic songs. I just, took, I just went with the most epic song Ozzy had. Which was Diary. In fact, what was it? Uh, uh, Blizzard of Oz is the only album he did with no epic songs, if I remember right. Correct. So, yep. All right. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. All right, Lee. What you got? Number two. Yeah. Number two. It kind of ties in to what you said about Deep Purple, Child and Time. It's influenced the group that I'm picking next. Nice. And this song really should be number one because... One of the earliest awesome songs that I've heard, but my number one so good that I cannot be duped back. But if I hit a quarter for every time you said this song should be number one, <laughs> yeah, yes. you'd be, if you'd be you had a quarter for cents. every time you'd have a dollar. Yeah, yes, yes. I mean, I mean, <laughs> this this is true. This is true. Um, um. I'll say this song is number one, and the first song that I'm picking is number one plus. But nice. I have to say first, I don't know whether or not you've looked at Wikipedia or not, because if I had not looked at Wikipedia for this information, I would not have figured it out. But apparently, uh, Deep Purple Child in Time was based upon the tune Bombay Calling, by It's a Beautiful Day. On side two of It's a Beautiful Day's album, it goes from Bombay Calling to a song called Bulgaria, and then it goes to the song that's my pick called Time Is. And that is still a great trippy tune that I heard when I was four or five. This was this was totally bizarre, heavy, psychedelic weird coolness that you just have to, you just have to be you just have to like it in order to like it but yeah time well, is by it's a beautiful day um let's uh, let the Linda was the keyboard player of it and then she left after that album and then they did other stuff which paled comparison but this is an awesome song and I just want to give these listeners a chance to hear this song. So here it is. Time is.
hours fly, hours fly, hours fly, but even flowers must die, and then a new day comes, and there's a new day's dawn, and there's a new day's sun, and love stays on, sweet love stays on, 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 love songs in here jesus <laughs> okay we got we got me we got lee sid my number two actually came out before i was even born but i was happy because i got to see the band i don't know if it was the original lineup or not for this band but i got to see him back at a classic rock festival they did back out here i want to say it was mid to late 90s went to a classic rock festival and these guys played the absolute best stoner jam, in my opinion, I've ever heard. And, of course, I'm speaking of the beautiful 17-minute epic song of Iron Butterflies in the God of the Vita.
God of a feet up, baby Don't you know that a heart is betrothed? Oh, won't you come with me And take my hand Oh, won't you come with me Yeah, I got a vita, honey. Don't you know that I'm loving you? Yeah, I got a vita, baby. Don't you know that I'm
Wasn't influence on me and my writing. 
Mm, that was in nice. me back in the 90s and my 20s, I can tell you that much. I do like the song. I just like the shorter version without the 30 minutes of drums. I like um, the one that goes, ah! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it had gotten to me, it was that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's a good song. Uh, Mountain Man, you're number two. All right, my number two is classic rock once again. Uh, this band actually was just in North Carolina not too long ago uh, playing for the State Fair. This song was released in December 1976. It was written and sung by Lindsay, Lindsay uh, Buckingham, and it's from their uh, 1977 uh, album Rumors, Fleetwood Mac. Go your own way.
right. Again, I don't know if I would call that epic, but that's a good <laughs> song. Let's go ahead. We are at our number ones. Mr. Lee, we've been waiting all show. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you hear this song, you will be holy shit. It was the group Lemmy was in before he was in Motorhead, but this is quite... This is a little bit before he was in it. Hawkwind, you shouldn't do that.
it is you just crank that fucking thing up and all the biker junkies from Mars are going to go down in their flying saucer and give all their Kate Moss looking alien wind to you and you are going to be in fucking planet Z. It's it's nice. it's a it's 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 just it's heavy, it's trippy, it's otherworldly, it's what you need. My man. Yes, sir. My oh, number boy. one is uh, another another southern rock band. Now uh, I'll go ahead and say this. I grew up on Southern Rock thanks to Granny Clyde. So yeah, that's why all these songs to me are top epics. But it's a second track on their album, uh, self-titled album, and it appear, also appears on the band's live LP, One More From The Road. Skinner, Tuesday's Gone.
epicness. But hey, I was all ready to play the 15-minute live version of Freebird. Hey, damn, you fucked it up. <laughs> no, no, I didn't nice. screw it up. Uh, you, like I said, you got to think. Down south, <laughs> I'm basing it off of what, what all is epic down here. Like I said, you've been stuck in New York too damn long. No, no, I just understand what the word epic means. But it's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> to me, epic <laughs> means songs that were done before 1974. <laughs> so, so that's why that, that that's why most of them don't relate to me. But that's cool. No, I, Old when grand I think of pop, epic, ooh. I think of big songs, big. Not always long, but definitely big, grandiose. Then that songs. would be Kent well, Heat with well, Bob Hyde. He was well, a big, massive guy. His songs <laughs> were 300, 400 pounds. Well, nice. see, down south, those songs have that stature down here. So okay. that's why, for my, for my perspective, that's why the list I compiled, that's what I come up with. Well, okay, I'm, I'm, just, yes. I'm, I'm just trying to make it up. Oh, I know you are, brother. Weird. That's why I'm giving you hell right back. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> hey, that's why I like you. It's made for a great, great episode. There's going to be such a diverse fucking plethora of music on this damn thing sin you're number one number one album a lot of people tend to call it black it's actually not black it's actually metallica yeah, it's and, a self-titled uh, album it's a fucking black yeah. album well you quit trying to fucking like educate people it's the black album yeah no it's the metallica album my friend the beatles uh, had the white album why because it was white well yeah it was white <laughs> who knows but no my my number one would be my friend of misery uh, only because I've been musical party since 91 and only a few things in life ever make me happy to the point where I'm really happy, but I listen to that song and I can just relate to it every damn time. So my number one, Metallica, my friend of misery off the Metallica album. Nice, nice. From the self-titled Black Album, here you go, my friend of misery.
right. That, that, that's actually a deep cut that is good. I'll, I'll give you that one. I don't know if it's a wolf and man, but still a great, great song. Um, as promised, mine is very, very predictable. My number one, Led Zeppelin, Stairway, and Leonard Skinner, fucking Freebird, they flip-flop a lot for me on the most epic song ever written. This week, Yeah, that's how I was feeling. Zeppelin, Stairway, here it is for your listening pleasure.
new day will dawn for those who stand long and the forests will echo with laughter
right, yeah. I, I don't know how you guys can't fucking like that, too. That's that's awesome. I can oh. actually give you a kind of a um, 15 or 15 or less second, less um, philosophical reason for it. It's because the first part of it is so mellow, but then the second part is heavy. So it's like a contrast. It's like the, the beginning part is mellow and, and you into it, but you're like wondering what's going to go on. Then when it goes on better, it's like asking that lady who you never was able to ask out on a date. And when you ask her, she says, yes. And so when you think about that, you think about the fear of asking her. And then she said, yes. And you can keep thinking of that over and over and over and over again. So it's kind of <laughs> like it goes from the beginning to the awesome. Is that kind of true? The, it's very true. I it, I think it's one of the greatest songs ever written. And like I said, it flip-flops with Freebird. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I agree with it. I, I, I will actually 100% agree with you on that song. You, you can't beat it. Flip-flopping, yeah, depending on mood, but yeah. But you move, yeah. Cool. It could be Stairway. It could be fucking Freebird. You don't know until you're yeah, in I that Yeah, I kind of was hoping that uh, Freebird would flip-flop into found his way to the stairway to heaven but that's just me <laughs> well all right i tell you what i've enjoyed having mr gersman with us today everybody give mr lee a round of applause thank you yes all oh, right now wait, 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 i get wait, egoistic wait. in music what? so I, I i tend I, to I, talk like dave marsh so nice. please don't put it against me yeah no man. that's just the way he sounds it's all good what's up about man <laughs> Well, I just heard from two people over here that they would like to give their number ones since they didn't get to pick five, but they would like to chime in on their number one favorites. Oh, I, I can't wait to hear what these folks think <laughs> Epic is, because obviously the bot man don't know what Epic is. What's the Epics? All right, here's Granny Clyde, and I'll let her explain hers. <laughs> All-time Epic Redneck Party Song. You don't have to party and drinking song, sorry. You don't have to call me by my name, David Allen Cole. Next time you're having a drink, that's, you need that's to play. A, that's a good one. You know what? In fact, Granny C, guess what? what? You just figured out the final song of this show. When when we play the, the goodbye song and then the record scratches... And you hear the melodious sound of Bushy saying, what the fuck is this? You never That's even call serious. me Bye Bye Dave is going to be playing. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say nothing about trucks or trains or mama or getting drunk. <laughs> great, great choice. Lee, you'll probably tune out before that part comes on. Mm. <laughs> I've been here so far. <laughs> you, you haven't heard that song yet, I'm guessing. <laughs> oh, hey, I, I like some country. Oh, cool. This is 70s country. You might dig it, man. It's the old stuff. That's what it was actually good. Delta Dawn. What's that flower, flower you, you have on? on? It's way better, <laughs> man. You like Tanya Tucker? Delta Dawn? Every, everybody likes Tanya Tucker, Delta Dawn. Right on. We're at the portion of our show. Where we like to promote something. Um, 
Mr. Lee, I'm going to put you on the spot, you vodka-infused fucker, you. Okay. Do you have anything but to for, promote? But, but I would say for the stuff that I'm promoting, I would say I have a have a speaker podcast now. It's called Lee Gersman's Show. That's because I didn't want to screw up the name. And when Spreaker gave me that name, I'm like, okay, fine. Let's not <laughs> fuck with it. Because all Podbean... There's some weird thing that I have to fix that all I have to do is go to the regular computer to fix it. And I'm just too lazy to do it. So I'm like, screw it right now. So um, if you hear me on speaker, you know, um, Nate's been on the show and it's it's I even did an episode with myself as special guests. And I do two versions of my voice. So, by the way, can I just say. That show with Lee Gersman, where Lee Gersman guested with Lee Gersman, is yeah. fucking hilarious. It's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, cause, cause, I'm all, I'm, I'm good on my own, but when I'm with myself, I'm even better. So, you know, <laughs> so, so that's the whole thing. Nice. Appreciate that. Spring trial. Yeah. Huh? It's become a running gag here, Lee. Remember when you guessed it last time and Sid pulled uh, his mic out and kept saying trial? Now, yeah. if somebody goes long-winded, <laughs> we start hollering trial. Okay. You <laughs> it's bat- become a running gag here at the plug. Okay, <laughs> okay. I, I was going to say you ate, but, but I stopped before I, I, I finished. I had to pick on you, brother. <laughs> oh, God. That's so funny. I love this guy. Oh, but right. Hey, you know, I'm usually more long-winded. This time, I was short. That, that that was short. That was short. It's like, instead of Thank watching you. a three-hour portal, you watch a two-hour, a 55-minute version. <laughs> Thank right. you. Exactly. All right. Sid, anything to promote? I don't know if you've seen what I just posted in our little group chat on no, Facebook. No, I'm not paying attention to that shit. I'm paying attention to this. I'm being engaged. Uh, all right. Now, as far as promotion, we'll do it quick and fucking simple. I am a gamer at heart. If anybody out there that listen is a gamer and wants to join me, you go want to watch me game, you can follow my Twitch channel, which is SinCityGamer66. And other than that, I'm done. Yeah, if, if you go game with him, you have to listen to that. Uh, <laughs> no man anything to promote yes sir uh, as a lot of people know i'm checking around the corner to make sure i'm not heard um i'm going to promote something for a lot of people to go out and hopefully donate to um as of you know uh granny e over here my grandmother lives with us and the reason why she has dementia and what dementia is that a lot of people don't know or realize, it is a basically uh, uh, type of sickness that uh, eats away at your bones and also gives you Alzheimer's disease. Basically, you can't remember nothing nor be able to deal with anything. So for me being, well, myself, Granny C, and Mountain Lady over here, I'll be caregivers and I'm not only going to promote that. Anywhere that you'd like to go and donate to help people within uh, that is having to deal with this stuff, this is a certain uh, uh, ordeal that touches me personally because we've had to deal with it not only with cancer but now with this. 
but go out and if anybody can for cancer research, uh, dementia research, any anything that's going to help anybody along in the way, definitely go out and uh, pick an organization to definitely help with that's going to help all these people because until you're in a situation that you've actually dealt with it, it's kind of hard to an extent to comp- fully comprehend what people have to go through with that. I've sat here and watched my grandmother sit here and talk about stuff she remembers in the past, but she can't even remember what her own mother looks like. And it, it just watching her sit there and cry about it breaks breaks my heart dearly. So for anybody that's willing to donate or go do it, or just even to go join an organization to raise money, please definitely go out and do it. That's what I'm promoting this week. Now, I'm going the absolute other way. Um, I want to uh, also say to donate funds if you can. Texas was just ravaged by floods from Hurricane Harvey. We have Hurricane Irma moving into Florida. So donate to your local Red Cross, man. Donate blood, whatever it is you can. Let's help these people out. And uh, I'm sorry. Here's my my little political moment. Mr. President, you've done a great job in dealing with Harvey. Thank you. Now, other than that, Poison, Flesh and Blood, the 1990 release. Today, September, what is it, the 4th? Yeah, September 4th, 1990. This is the day they released the single, Something to Believe in. A song that, technically, you could consider epic face on its time but no poison flesh and blood check it out it's probably poison's greatest release if you like hair metal all right i have had such a good time hanging out with you guys this is so long i have so much work to do um because we have we're, we've been recording for over two hours and i've got to condense this because we have easily two hours of music I don't know if I got to put this in two parts or what. It's going to be a fucking bitch. But you can my... always just put my songs in and eliminate my conversation and you'll have three hours cleared already. <laughs> oh, no. Then I'm like, why the fuck did I talk to you? <laughs> talk to me because you think I'm a nice guy. And you helped me for 10 seconds. Hey. Nice. Nice. No, I, I, I'm, I'm happy to have you on, Lee. It was a surprise. Um, Thank you. I was a surprise right before the show. I was surprised a day or two ago. I was like, hey, Lee's coming. Oh, oh fuck. It's epic songs. I know Lee picks weird shit. It's going to be like 25-minute <laughs> tubes. Right. <laughs> well, hey, but but um, that that's what I'm good at doing is, is disturbing people in a good ah, way. In a, in a good way, absolutely. Lee Gersman, great guest. Happy to have you here, and I'm going to give you the opportunity, Lee, final words before we go. Listen to any heavy blues rock group from 1972 or older. Educate yourself. Sid, final words. Uh, final words, uh, like I said, I am going to be taking a leave of absence uh, from both my radio show and quite possibly here. I will try my damnedest, because I do have Skype on my phone, 
try my damnedest to do an episode with the fellas. We will do a test run to see how I come through. If it's a no-go, then yeah, you guys will have to go with about maybe up to six weeks without sin. But uh, hey, that's okay, man. I got friends. I'll get big guests on now. Wow. <laughs> but no, yeah, don't miss me. I am doing a double weekend show. Uh, might actually do some extended shows this weekend just to make sure I crank out some shit that I want to get off before uh, I take my little hiatus. So if you guys happen to tune in, cool. If not, don't worry about it. You'll just have to deal without me for about six weeks. Unless you suffer from insomnia like I do. Until next time, this is boy DJ Sid. Well, DJ Sin. 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 You Sin. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm out anyway. So take care. Have a good one. Stay safe. Mountain Man. Okay. Uh, uh, oh. Mountain Man, I, I hope you're better prepared for this shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, here, I'll make it simple. I'll, I'll since Nate always ends by saying I'm actually going to say it. Let me show you how this is done, Sin. Uh, very short, see, easy, simple to the point. Same word as always. Stay sick. Take care of one another. Skitter pal, meow, mount man out. Hmm. Bam! Mic drop, motherfucker. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks to Lee Gersman. Thanks to Sid, who's going to be gone for the next month and a half. Thanks to my brother, Mount Man, motherfuckers, by Vital. We'll see you next week. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it, too. Seems like we've just begun when, when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Because now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well, that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on The Plug. See you next week. Well, it was all that I could do to keep from crying. Wailing Jennings And you don't have to call me Charlie Price And you don't have to call me Merle Haggard anymore
time in your phone book. Hello, hello. And I've seen it all signs where I play. But the only time I know I'll hear David Allen Cole is when Jesus has his final judgment day. So I'll hang around as long as you will let me. A friend of mine named Steve Goodman wrote that song, and he told me it was the perfect country and western song. I wrote him back a letter, and I told him it was not the perfect country and western song because he hadn't said anything at all about mama, or trains, or trucks, or prison, or getting drunk. Well, he sat down and wrote another verse to the song, and he sent it to me, and after reading it, I realized that my friend had written the perfect country and western song, and I felt obliged to include it on this album. The last verse goes like this here. Well, I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison. And I went to pick her up in the rain. Before I could get to the station in the pickup truck, she got. 